What it is, everybody. What's good? What's up? I'm the sarcastic criminal, the hip-hop king of the North, Great Pharaoh. And I'm joined here with my boys, with my brothers. I got the visual overlord, B.O.B., fool for your soul. I got my little brother, Soul. What's good? What you been listening to? What's goody? What's goody? What's goody? Man, I've just been listening to a Joey, buffing a little bit of old Kendrick. Nothing, nothing really new. Nothing really new. Okay, okay, okay. And we also joined with my brother from another mother and father. All right, the moment <laughs> I start laughing every time. All right, the mumbling mushroom, <laughs> the real boogie with a hoodie, Mister Can I Live? Yes, get it right or don't get it at all. (laughs) (laughs) Can I do the intro? Can I do the intro? (laughs) He's laughing at my name. (laughs) We got the profound conqueror, Mr. Can I Live, the real boogie with a hoodie, the mumbling mushroom, my man's bug. What's good, bug? What you been listening to out here in these streets? What up, guys? Um, So... Everything has been good over here at the Bug household. Um, I've been listening to this. Um, my, my one of my friends hooked me up with this, this album, and it's uh, this dude. His name is Quelle Chris. He's from Detroit, um, and he let me hear this one song. And the song is called Popeye. Now, the song I haven't figured out exactly what the song is about in its entirety. I've been picking it apart. But the beat is is so simple, but it's I can just rock to this all day. I'm a programmer, so I can listen to this song while programming and not even really like think about it. I can I can just take it in and I can you know do I can just write my code and I can just go all night with this one on repeat. So yeah, I've been listening to that song Popeye. Um, he has another one. He has a couple other things on the on the um, on the album. Um, learn to Lo- learn to love hate was a good one. Um, but it's a pretty good album. He's a kind of a a, a mush mouth type dude, but he can rap. He's not a, he's not a uh, he's not a mumble rapper. He just um he's like he like he like talks low sometimes. And he talks slow sometimes, but he's pretty good. I bet that's what it is. That's what it okay. is. You know me. Like I said, this is your boy, the Great Pharaoh. All I've been listening to, Joey Badass. That's it. Joey Badass, he has my ear, my undivided attention for this new album, All-American Badass. I think the title's dope. I think Joey Badass, he's got one of those dope-ass names like Jadakiss, where his name is just going to be in every album somehow. Like, his name just fits. Like, you know, Kiss the Game Goodbye, you know, all that kind of shit. Joey Badass, the Badass, he can just put to so much shit. Makes his name very, I think his name is very universal. And like I said, I think this album is phenomenal. And coincidentally, that's what we're here to review first and foremost. Like I said, we do it for hip-hop on this, the I Do It For Hip Hop podcast. This is episode four. We're coming at you with our second episode with an official music review. We did we did Drake's. We did Rosé's. We were supposed to do Joey Badass and Kendrick, but Kendrick hit us with the, uh, with the oldie wapti. You know what I mean? He didn't want to give us no music when he was supposed to. So all we got is Joey. And I think Joey... Uh, I think Joey deserves deserves some solo time because I think his album is really phenomenal. 
So what's some call? Uh, let's let's just get right into it. Uh, Boog, if you don't mind, y'all, uh, can you read that uh the iTunes description for Joey Badass's album, All American Badass? And I see you typing me get in because you closed it out. Yes, I did. I, and I, I went to it and I was like, fuck, it's not here? It was just right there. So you have to edit that one out because I was like, oh, shit. I'm keeping all this scrambling in. Don't do that. <laughs> That's why I called you out on it. <laughs> I was so mad. All right, so the, um, so the editor's notes on iTunes. Um, it says, on his second album, the Brooklyn rapper's heart still lies with hip-hop's golden age. While trading verses with Schoolboy Q and Styles P on Rockabye Baby and Super Predator, his deft lyricism is as evocative of East Coast rap's early 90s glory days as his buttery boom bap. His thoughts, however, focus firmly on contemporary America, and he riffs on government, racism, and freedom with absorbing frankness. Devastated is entirely forward-facing, saluting his personal triumph over hard times on top of sparkling trap beats. All right, that's what it is. And this is Joey Badass's second album. His first album was Before the Money, and now he's coming at us again. Like I said, we're all American badass. And I just want to get uh, first and foremost, man. Like, so we, I think we're going to go through this uh, track by track. And uh, see how um. Yeah. All right. So Joey Badass's first track off this album is "Good Morning America," and it's a uh, like a real melodic type of track. I really liked it. He gets started. I love that the very first thing you hear is "Wake Up." I think that's just super dope. Yeah, you know I mean, it just it gives you the vibe right off the bat of what he wants you to do. When listening to this album, he wants you to wake up. Like that's it, bona fide. Uh, I think it's um, I think the flow is a little different. I like when the beat picks up and he really starts going in just enough to get you ready for the next track. But what do y'all think about the, the initial track, the first track, the intro track with uh, "Good Morning America" with three Ks? Um, I think it's definitely a great way to open up the album. Um, I'm a real big fan of these State of the Union type albums that people put out every once in a while, like how uh, like how Jay Z had American Gangster, things like that. Okay. They talk about the country and like the problems that go on because a lot of hip hop heads they don't really talk about what's going on in the real world that everybody can like see. And I like the message. I like uh, I like that Joey's really working to like unify us. And this first track definitely puts a big stamp on that. Really uh, pushes to solidify his position as a man of the people. Word up. Word up. Boog, what you think about the, the intro track? Um, first off, I love the wake up in the background, like you said. Um, so this beat, when it comes across... The first thing it reminds me of of is a sunny day. Um, it's a really lively beat. Um, to me, the beat sends a message of hope. Um, and there's a really good intro to the album. Uh, one thing that he does, he kind of sets a tone on it um, kind of subtly. 
um, on this song when he has a line. He says, channel my ancestor. He wouldn't condone it. And basically, um, I believe he's talking about, you know, if he thinks his actions, um, he, well, he th- well, he thinks and thinking about his actions and what he's doing. And if the ones came that came before him would basically give him a two thumbs up. And this, this is a theme throughout the album on at least three or four songs. So I think it was a good way to, um, get people into thinking about what he's going to be, uh, going to be talking about on the, on the entire album. Uh, yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. Now we're going to, uh, let's transition. We're going to move into the, uh, the second track for my people. Now, for my people, I think is another one. It's weird. It's almost like it's a great intro song on its own again. Like for my people, if he got rid of the first, the actual uh, "Good Morning America," to me, this song puts you right into it. I love this song. It has that real. Uh, I always, like I said, what I, what I, what I always feel the same way when I hear this song, and that's, let's say, a movie is starting, and you know somebody's waking up out the bed. It's a nice, bright, sunny Sunday morning or something, and they stretch, and this is the music that's playing during the montage of them getting ready, brushing their teeth, getting ready to go to church, or getting ready to just live life, be out with their family, or do, or do just doing something positive. That's like the image of the video that I get when I hear this song. But what do y'all think about it? So, <clears throat> um, I like this song. So when I first, like at the very first listen, maybe two to three seconds into this song, it sounded like it was going to be reminiscent of Kendrick's All Right. Um, oh. But then, that, that's when I like literally at first, at first listen. Um, but on the chorus, he says, who will take a stand and be our hero? And I believe he's talking about himself. He, I think he's thinking about like, I'm going to be the one to say the stuff that needs to be said. I'm going to be the one to put my feelings out there. I'm going to be the one to wear the cape basically, um, as a hero. Um, one other thing that stood out to me in this um, in this song comes from one of my favorite songs, Nas, Got Yourself a Gun. He says, Joey says, music is a form of expression. I'm going to use mine to teach you a lesson. Um, rule number one, this microphone is a weapon. And basically, I got like, I, I love the song, Got Yourself a Gun. And Nas is basically saying, everybody needs to have something. You know, everybody needs to have something that they can use to get ahead in life basically and to fight against the machine and fight against the government or just uh, just um you know make it through life and you know basically got yourself a gun you know joey uses the microphone he uses his words he uses his pen that's his that's his weapon that's his gun yeah word up that's dope that's dope uh so how do you feel about uh how you feel about this second track Did we lose soul? No, he must be on mute because I heard him breathe. So, I am on mute. Sorry anyway. about that. <laughs> I am. Fired a hundred and ten. Okay. Um, but yeah, um, I totally agree with what Book said about how um about the reference to Nas using music as a form of expression. 
and how he's using how Joey's using his music as a weapon against you know the corruption that's going on in this uh, in this country. And there was actually an interview. Interview. I forget exactly who it was with. I think it was in a uh, Power 106 that he had the interview with, where he talked about um what he feels like on this album. Like, uh, who will take a stand and be our hero that you mentioned, Book? Um, Joey uh, sees himself as one of the heroes currently, and he feels like he's taking a stand and using his album to, like, deliver a message. Okay. Absolutely. One of my, one of my favorite lines is in verse 2. And it's just real simple. It's, uh... Everything ain't what it seemed, wishing all these dirty cops would come clean. Because, mm. like, simple stuff like that is powerful. Yeah, but uh, what's some calls? Absolutely. We're going to, uh, let's parlay. Uh, we're going to take this right into track number three that Joey Badass has. It's called Temptation. Now, I'm going to let the people hear Temptation. Because Temptation is one of probably the most, uh, one of the most heartfelt songs I've heard in a long time. You listen, you hear the, uh, a young child's voice. Uh, talking about how they're being treated differently, and it just, it's, like, straight up, this shit just hurt me, that this child is, you know, knows this at at whatever age they are, but I'm gonna let let this play for a little bit, I'm gonna let y'all know when to come in. And I feel like that we are treated differently than other people, and I don't like how we're treated, and it just because of our color doesn't mean anything to me. Like, yo, like, I just think when I'm listening to this track and listening to, like, what he's saying, like, just between that, between, uh, between the little kid talking, uh, between the initial hook and just, you know, we got these problems and I can't, we can't face them alone, straight up, you know what I mean? Then he comes in with the verse, everybody's got problems, and, you know, we wouldn't know how to solve, like, he just, he lets you know right off the bat, like, look, everybody's got issues. And they're gonna be there, but some shit just shouldn't be an issue. And I love, I love that. I really felt like this this track also went went back to a traditional uh, Joey's more of a more of a boom bat beat that we're used to. And I, I I like that he actually he actually tried to do a little singing on the hook. Like I thought that was dope. But go ahead, go ahead. Uh, Soul, what did you think of the uh, the album Temptation or the song? I'm sorry, Temptation. I like um. I like this track because it does confront, you know, a big subject in our community, something that we always deal with. But um, one of the real things that I like, let me see if I could find it. He said, uh, it was in the first verse, uh, complaining all day, but in the same condition. If you want to make a change, it's going to take commitment. Word up. I like that because, you know, people always complain about, you know, the problems that's going on. But, you know, we got to make a change. We got to take a stand. We got to do something 
to get us out of the situation that we've been in. And I appreciate Joey for this track and for this album because I feel like he's taken steps in that direction to try and, you know, get us on that path to making those steady changes to uplift, you know, uplift the community and stuff. Word up. Word up. Book, what did you think about the uh what do you think about this track, uh Temptation? Temptation. Alright, so Joey to me in this song is young and impatient. This is a young and impatient Joey. And he might go fucking crazy from the temptation to take somebody's head off. <clears throat> um, he's tired of trying to free people from their mental jail cells. He's frustrated by this. Um, just like Bobby said, you know, nobody has commitment. And he's getting frustrated from trying to free people from their jail cells. Um, but he has the ancestors to help him out. Um, this, this is another song where he, uh, I think he channels the ancestors on this album, trying to build up strength to continue to help people figure out, you know, which way to go. Um, he, um, I think, I think one, one of the things he's starting to feel alone. He's, he, he, this is one of those moments where he felt like he's talked for a month straight and nobody's listening. So um, I think he kind of felt alone on this when, when he made this song. Okay, I feel you on that. I feel you on that. All right, that's dope. Super dope, man. Now let's get into this, uh, what's it called? All right, so Book, uh, you want to bring us in? I want you to bring us in to the next track. Land, Land, Land of the Free. <laughs> so you pick me because I said this is my favorite track. I know yes. that's what you did. <laughs> I know you're ready to talk about Land of the Free. It's your favorite record. Well, the reason why it's my favorite track because it's probably one of the best put together tracks on the album. Um, let's see, where do I start with this song? Um, so the Land of the Free, um, he's definitely channeling his ancestors on this song. The first verse, if you follow it, um, the ancestors are telling him step by step what to do, how to do, um, which is pretty cool. Um, the second verse, um, he's talking about um, some of our problems in our communities. The part that really struck me is when he says, we all too worried to fit in while they benefit um, that, that, that line really hits home for me because, um, you know, people always try to fit in instead of just being themselves. And when we try to fit in, um, we're basically saying, um, whoever we're trying to fit in with, they're right and we're wrong. And we don't win with that. The only, only person that wins is the person that you're trying to emulate. Um, so basically, uh, be yourself, you know, uh, being an individual, that's the best thing that you can do. Um, that's the best thing you can do to, to, to further your brand and the brand of people like you is to just be yourself. Um, let me see. Uh, he said, he says, uh, everything I do and say is worthwhile for sure will inspire action in your first child. Um, to me, that was a really good line. Because it's a little foreshadowing, man. I don't, I don't really see him doing this much, because um, the people that are listening to this album, the people that are fans of Joey Badass, are probably twenty five, twenty six year olds. Um, so basically, he's saying, when your kids grow up, 
you know, to be 20, 20, 21 year olds, they're going to pop in this land. They're going to pop in this, uh, you know, all American badass album. And Joey is basically going to be breeding the next wave of activists through his music and do this album. He's just doing a little foreshadowing in this, um, in this verse right here. All right. I feel you on that. I feel you on that. B.O.B., what do you think about, uh, this track? Is this dude on mute again? <laughs> oh, my bad. Soul. Are you ignoring me? Because I didn't say the right name. Yeah, mute guy. Uh, I'm the mute guy. Mute guy, soul. <laughs> um, uh, new intros. The mute guy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, I really, um, I really like this track. I really like this track a lot. I like the, um, I like the contrasting messages that he's saying. He's talking about how we been brought over to this country and he goes through like all the history of america and how they really like tore down black people through mass incarcerations the uh implants and the drugs and diseases and violence throughout our neighborhoods like uh in the bridge actually i uh, can't change the world unless we change ourselves die from the sickness if you don't seek the health like that 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 one line i like that a lot i feel like this whole this whole track, like Book said, it's like it's, uh, it's like it's grooming the young activists. Because I feel like with this track here, it's um, he's channeling a little bit of Tupac, a little, little revolutionary, a little Machiavellianism in him. Nah, that's dope. That's dope. I think I think the same, uh, pretty much the same thing as you guys with this track. I think uh, I think the production on this one isn't as jazzy. I think he started to change a little a little bit of pace with this track. Mm. Uh, I think I think with the album, it's slowly it's he, he's building it up as it's going, and you can feel mm-hmm. it like this track has a little more intensity, even though it's still very subtle. It's still very message based. I think it has a lot more intensity, and I, I'm, I'm feeling I'm feeling it. I like the, the slower tempo. It's not as much in your uh, in your head banging. Uh, it's still like I said that classic boom back. You can hear it. And I think, uh, so it always pays, it always goes back to the homage, you know, pays the homage back to, you know, his core, uh, I think of, um, his core of his being, which is that, that, that 90s, that solid early 90s, uh, production. One of the biggest things I love is, uh, the children playing as the song ends. I mean, like... That's dope. Like I th- like Joey Badass is making sure at the end of the day you hear the kids. I I don't think that's by accident. It's like at the end of the day, listen to them because that that's what it's about. I think the video for it. This was actually this is the uh the second single off the album. I think the video was deep with the uh all the different uh black men and all black facing the uh, firing squad. I think uh, that was. I, I just think. I think this track was super dope. I really, I really like this track. And uh, what's gonna call it? Uh, that's it. Now we're gonna follow it up. We're gonna go right into uh, Joey Badass. First single off the album actually came out quite quite some time ago. Devastated. When I first. You know, I didn't know that was him. You didn't. I had no idea I'll, it was him. I was about to say when I first heard this song. I was not a fan. I was like, "Oh man," because it is to me. It's nothing like what he usually sounds like. But I think like better. 
Oh no, I'm not down. I'm not hating on you that Land of the Free. Land of the Free is better than this song, but I think when I like I said on Land of the Free, I, I feel like he was building up at one point and devastated. Right now he's at he's, he's we're at the top of the mountain. I used to be so devastated. Used to be. Now you know what? We over that shit because now I'm on my way to greatness. Like I realized what I need to do, and I'm on my and I'm on my way there right now. I used to be devastated. I moved on. I'm ready. Let's get it. It's, it's much more upbeat to um, go more party party type record. Real, real radio friendly to me. I think I think it should have got way more spins than what it got. I think it was real, uh, you know, what I mean, it's real radio friendly record, and I, I just think it's dope. Like I said, I think it's a nice, different sound. I didn't like it at first, but it it grew on me, and I'm really feeling. It. I think this is one of my favorite tracks off the album. But uh, book, what did you what did you feel about Devastated? He needs somebody to lace that that uh, that chorus if he wants it to be a very big radio record. It probably has that potential. Um, but this but is the he needs off the album, so it, yeah, he's been out for a while now. Actually, yeah, he should. He, I mean, no, I feel you, but but if he wants to be a bigger radio single, he should should have got off the chorus and you know got somebody else to lace it for him because the chorus isn't bad. It's just you know his singing is not that great on the chorus. Oh yeah, he's definitely definitely not a singer. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, I, I mean, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know when rappers. I mean, maybe Ja Rule did it. You know, the rappers all they want to do is start singing on their hooks. But you know, this one, like Joey, like it, it didn't work for me. But um, I do like the song. Um, it's a, it's 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 a little more upbeat. He's come. He kind of takes a break uh, with Devastated from. Um, the theme of the album, the overall theme of the album, he takes a break from it um, and basically just talks about, um, you know, how he was so pissed because he couldn't do anything right or he couldn't get a deal or, you know, you know, he was he was broke and struggling, you know. But um, basically all he's saying is, man, all you got to do is keep trying. All you got to do is have some patience. All you got to do is work hard. All you got to do is grind, um, which is true. Um, so, I, so it, it, it was a good message, and it was a little um, good break from uh, the tone of the album. Yeah, yeah, like uh, like you just said, bro. I do like the uh, I like the break, I like the break. I like the uh, upbeat tempo. It's very different. It's not the Joey Badass that I'm used to, which is why I probably didn't recognize that it was him when I first heard it on the radio. But I like the uh, I like the upbeat. The uh, the whole message, you know, a little bit of patience, a little bit of elbow grease, and one day you can revel in your accomplishments. That's a message that young cats really need to hear because a lot of them are lazy nowadays. They don't want to do anything. They just want to be handed a million dollars and be done with it. I like that he put out that, you know, hard work is rewarded. Word up, word up. That's dope. Now we're going to get right into the uh, the next track. Which is, uh, Why You Don't Love Me. Why You Don't Love Me. In parentheses, Miss America. This song is another, this is actually, I think, probably, uh, it's very different track from Joey. But I think definitely this is probably one of my favorite, uh, this is probably my favorite track off the album. And it's a surprising track for me to love so much. Because I usually don't like records like this. But 
I just think this the can't. It almost feels just like it doesn't feel like he's rapping. It feels like a genuine, candid conversation. Like he's finally made it. He's just looking at it like, yo. So why you don't love me? Why you just? Why can't you understand me? Why can't you just get me? Like you know, it's like okay, I'm here. I'm in front of you. Just you know, it's just a basic, candid conversation that I feel like regular people ask regular people all the time. It's like. Why can't you recognize what I'm doing? Why can't you recognize that I'm trying to stop, you know, trying to make me small and just see me for me and let and let's be, and let's do this shit. But I thought I thought it was I thought it was a dope track. I think the, the beat he rides the beat very nicely. I think it's a nice uh, change of pace from where he was coming. It's nice, you know. It's like okay, let's bring it back just a little bit. Because you know you, you got hyped up now. Now let's bring it back and let's have this conversation. Well, uh, Soul, what did you think when you uh when you heard this track first? Um, I'm a big fan of the darker, more morbid side of hip hop. The sadder side. I don't know why. Emo. I like the beats better. I feel like they <laughs> convey more emotion, like this Definitely. track does. Definitely. Like you said, I like the uh, the candid conversation that it feels like he's having with just the country as a whole and his whole message is just so. Why you steady kicking our backs in? We just trying to survive in this country that you brought us over here in. Word up, book. Go ahead, man. What you, uh, what you think about this record? All right, so <clears throat> um, this song goes right back to the you know social political tone of the album. Um, I think the song should be called Why Don't You Care or something something along that line because we already know America with three K's, two A's doesn't love us. So, you know, the question is to me is why don't you care or you don't care? Something like that. Um that that's just what I think. Um that's what I get from this um this this track. Um, basically, like, you know, we gave so many contributions to this country and, you know, you still don't fuck with us. And you even go so far as killing us senselessly, senselessly um, and he's trying to find out why. I think he already knows why. And the why is that, you know, America 3A's 2K doesn't really care. You know, they want to do what they want to do. And that's just that. Um so that, that that's why I think that the song should be called Why Don't You Care. But, you know, it, it's definitely dark. He's definitely going back into the political and going in more, more into a dark place. Word up, word up. That's what it is. Now, uh, what I want to know is now for the, um, the next track, this is, uh, this is definitely, I think, my favorite, like, turn up track that I've ever heard from Joey Bad. It's very, very aggressive. Rockabye Baby featuring Schoolboy Q, who surprised you know, surprisingly enough, never been a big fan of Schoolboy Q. Not gonna lie. Not gonna lie. His album was, was alright to me. Wow. Yeah, it was just all right. I, I just <laughs> Really? Just alright? You know, let me not say alright, because I if I had to rate it, I'd give it like a 3.7 out of 5. Oh, oh my goodness. That's, that's what? That's better. That's, that's I guess so, out. man. I love Schoolboy. So, yeah. You know, <laughs> you can't wrong to me. I love Schoolboy. But, 
but I love this track. I, it's nice and aggressive. And I think uh, whoever arranged this album was phenomenal. It's like, okay, he has this nice little candid conversation with America. And then the next track is niggas talk shit all the time. It's like, oh, damn, he's a straight punch you right in your mouth with it. Like, I, he then gave me some, like, I feel like he had this conversation with America, and America gave him this bullshit answer, and he's like, oh, okay, well, fuck all y'all then. Like, I ain't got time for this shit. Now I'm going to do this shit and just to rub it in your face, you know, type of, type of record. I really feel like that's, like, that's the, the, the energy that he put into this record. I think the hook is super dope. Uh, I I can't I can't speak nothing bad about this uh about this record. I think when Schoolboy Q comes in, I think his sound on the record is perfect. He his flow is is, is uh is great. It's uh you know what I mean he, he talks. I mean he comes in talks. I'm the reason why my motherfuckers are still crippled in Brooklyn. Like <laughs> like damn that that's some real that's some I just. Schoolboy got me to listen to his album again, which is what made me give it go up to a 3.7. I like his little monologue before he even starts rapping, just the shit talking. I love shit talking records, and that's what this is. But boy, what, what, what did you feel about this record? Alright, so this is definitely my favorite feature of the album. Um, so these dudes on this album, on this song, just they angry. Um, this song sounds like Joey uh, pretty much delving into a dark place. Um, so coming from why you don't love me, asking the questions and like getting really, you know, um, getting getting to the dark place. This is the dark place. Um, this is basically, you know, where Joey, you know, thinks about retaliating violence violently against America, three K's, two A's. Um, with guns and, and, and such like that. Um, he mentions Ali. Ali's a fighter. Bloods, Crips. Um, to me, he solidifies that thought in my mind when on the chorus when he says, No sympathy for my foes. Enemies exposed. Will they remember me when I'm gone? So basically, he's willing to get into a shootout with America. Um, not, 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 uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if he's really like physically trying to do this or is this some, something that he's just going to leave on the record, but this is how he feels and he thinks about it, uh, often, obviously. And, uh, and that's what this song talks about schoolboy and, and you know, schoolboy just comes through and, and kills. It. I mean, I, I love schoolboys entire verse. Um, and like I said, these dudes, these dudes are just re- really angry on this song. Word up, word up. So, what did you think when you heard uh, Rockabye Baby? Um, had me from the very first line. Niggas pop shit all the, all the time. time. Yeah. I, I like the uh, reference that you made from the uh, track before, Why You Don't Love Me, to this one. Because it is kind of like, oh, okay, you're going to give me that bullshit excuse to rectify and rationalize the ridiculous behavior that you've shown the past three, four hundred years. Well, fuck you then. I like that. Um, let's see. Uh, of course, I like the uh, line, fuck Donald Trump, because, you know, fuck Donald Trump. And, uh, yo, can we, can we play Q's verse just real quick? Because <laughs> <laughs> his, his it's opening monologue. 
I like I like that flow that he does because that's like an actual rap flow that he's used before. He used it on his uh on his second album, Blank Face. And I think he used it in a few other features before. But I like it because it's more like just, you know, a shit talking conversation, like you said, like you said, Gray Pharaoh. Word up, word up. Nah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, nah, definitely. whole track uh, is super dope. What's some called now? Uh, what's some called? Let's get into the. Uh, let's get into the next track. The next track is "Ring the Alarm." Now, "Ring the Alarm" I thought was a uh, a pretty aggressive track. I liked it. I like when he really starts going hard. I'm not a fan of the features. I don't know who Michi Michi Darko. I don't know who these cats are. Michi Darko and uh, <laughs> I know. I know one of them is from Flatbush Zombies. Okay, Michi Darko and uh, Nick Caution. Yeah, duh. But um, I like I like I like how Joey really. Like I said, I think it builds. And Joey really, he really when he gets into it, he really gets into it. But then I'm just not feeling the features. I'm sorry. Uh, this, this, it's not. How can I say it? It's, it's not a skip when I'm playing the whole record. Like if I just put Joey Bad, if I just put this album on, I'm not gonna skip it. But it's not exactly on the playlist. If that makes any sense. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean, but uh, what what y'all think about uh, look, what you think about Ring the Alarm? Oh wait, before, before I before I not to not to cut you off, he does have one of my favorite lines. He says the double entendre monster. I was like, okay, this is fucking smooth. That's yeah, he does yeah, yeah, he he does that a lot. He likes doing that. Yeah. But, um, um, yeah. This is probably my least favorite track on the album. Um, like you said, the features are super subpar. This is an album filler to the you know to the twenty fifth power. Um, he didn't. I don't know why. I know he had a better song than this, but maybe he wanted to feature some of his crew or some of the you know the the, the people that were on here. I don't really know why he would throw this album, to throw this song on this album. Um. I mean, and, and the song is basically talking about, you know, how him and his folks that are on this um, are the realest rappers. So basically, when you see a whack rapper ring the alarm, this is it's, it's not, it's, it's not good to me. <laughs> it really doesn't fit this album to me. No. I think that's what it is. It doesn't fit the yeah. album. I really feel like it's one of those, Joey, you need one more. And it's, all right, put ring the alarm on there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think I understand what they were trying to do. Ring, ring the alarm if it's war you want to get in. You know what I mean? But it's like, uh. All right, but uh, Soul, what, what did you think when you heard this, uh, when you heard this record? I, I agree with y'all. I think we all have a pretty uh, common consensus that this is uh, one of the tracks on the album that we wouldn't mind not hearing. If we didn't have to. Um, I'm a fan of Flatbush Zombies. I like them. I've listened to a couple of their stuff before. I've heard some tracks on YouTube. I like some of the things that they did with ASAP Mob. But just, I don't feel like this track itself fits the theme of the album. So it doesn't really vibe with me as much as I wanted it to. Word up, word up. 
like I said, I think I think it goes goes back to uh, saying that it just it, I think it was definitely was like an album sort of like hey yo we need more we need something else give us something that we can you know that we can really bang for the people or that we can really get the people you know it's a little more maybe it was, I think maybe it was looking for something a little more aggressive to follow up from uh, that schoolboy Q-Track, I think maybe he was trying to stay in that mode a little while longer, but I just don't think this was the track to do it with. As it really feels like an a album filler. I think it's very out of place. But now we're going to get into... Um, this, one, this is actually the track that I jumped to first when I, when I, just from me reading the title, Super Predator. You know, we coming off the election with the Hillary, you know, Hillary, you know, Hillary Super Predator comments from way back in the day. So it really made me jump into it. But you know what, Saul, I'm going to have you, uh, I want you to lead off the, uh, the topic points. What uh, have you felt about when you heard uh, Super Predator featuring Styles P for the first time? Um, I really like Super Predator a whole lot. I like the way the beat goes. I like the, uh, I like Styles P. I've always been a fan of his stuff. I feel like they, uh, I feel like they work real well together. Alright, that's what it is. That's what it is. I mean, I think I, I mean every track don't got to be a deep diatribe and shit like that. This, I think this is a, a yeah, yeah, solid, bona fide track produced by uh, Static Selector. Oh, yeah, produced this. No wonder it's so good. Uh, this is a, definitely a static selected track. I, I love the drums. I love the scratching with the stuttering sample and shit like that. But I said, uh, Styles P. He does. What's dope about Styles P? Styles P doesn't sound any older when he raps. You know, his flow hasn't aged. Like he he sounds just as crisp as you know as he did when he first came out. I, I I don't think his voice has changed. Nut he he's that like that's been his sound forever. Like I I think Jada's voice has changed. I think Sheik's voice has changed. Some, but I think Styles P is he he's got his voice hasn't moved one bit. And uh, I said this is definitely a track I, I love to play. This is this is one of them cruising tracks. Like like I said, I always try and envision records in a moment or in. I always try and envision records when you're doing something, and this is definitely, like, I can hear this record knocking in the West Coast with cats riding top down, you know what I mean, in, in the old school joint, you know what I mean, tilted to the side, cruising, you know, flicking switches, summertime barbecue style, that's the vibe I get off this record, it's a good summertime record. With a with a with a purpose, it's got you know what I mean. If you listen to it, you know what I mean it's got a purpose. They're talking about shit. But uh, Bull, what did you think when you uh when you heard this record, Super Predators? Um, they say I'm a clumsy king. How I be dropping jewels. That's that. Bars. <laughs> <laughs> love that bars. Real rap love that line. They say I'm a clumsy king. How I be dropping jewels. That is yes. that that was a great line. Um. So, Static Selector on the track. Um, I love Static Selector's beats. Um, kind of sounds like DJ Premier to me. I love those type of beats. Yeah. Um, I thought this was going to be the fuck Donald Trump song. <laughs> really? But it yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> the title of Super Predator. Yes. When I when I first when I first saw it, that's the first thing I thought of. I was like Styles P, Super Predator. This is going to be the fuck yeah song you know but it wasn't but 
Um, it seems like he's trying to turn the term super predator on his head um, to try to change the meaning of it. And um, I think he does a pretty good job. Um, the, the, thing, the thing that sticks out to me in this song is how unstyles P the verses that styles um, spit. You know, this is not your holiday styles. This is not the ghost. You know, like, this is like, this is like a class, this is like an old school style that like, you know, was like, you know what, Joey, I'm going to come through and bless you with, <laughs> bless you with a verse from Styles P. I mean, <laughs> and I thought, I, I mean, I was, I was hyped because I love, here's why they call me the ghost. I'm half live, half dead. And when it's beef, I bring all of the toast. I love that Styles P, but I didn't get that Styles P. And I'm never going to get it. I, I, um, fr- from listening to the song, I feel like, you know, if I ever hear him again, I'm never going to get that Styles P. So, and I'm okay with that. Because I think I can get used to a uh, a older, more retrospective Styles P. Word up! I think that's dope. That's dope. Now, uh, first of all, the next track, and we almost done. I think he's starting to bring. If you notice, like I said, it was a build up to Devastated, and I think it's kind of it peaked at Devastated, and it's starting to bring its way back down. And his, his next track, which is track number, what are we on? Track number ten, Babylon. Featuring Chronics, and I think this, I, I love this track, real mellow, uh, I think uh, I think he's got, he's got a, one of our biggest things, he's got a genuine Jamaican person <laughs> doing Jamaican song. Finally. <laughs> you, so, you know so Drake I mean? take notes, right? No, yeah, Drake take notes, please, all y'all, the Drake's, the Tory <laughs> Lanes, the, uh, the, uh, the party next doors, this, just let Jamaican, just let genuine Jamaican people do the Jamaican shit. I said, I love the fact, I love the um, like I said, it's another record. It's got a real, to me, it's got another one. It's a real jazzy feel. Um, got got the subtle f- female vocals in the background. He comes in singing right after you hear Police Sirens. You know what I mean? And I think it's another one of those tracks. You know, I'm running away. You know what I mean? I can't cope with the pain. Don't understand. I'm just running away. You know what I mean? Like. No, it's, it's one definitely one of those okay I'm, I'm just kind of fed up type of tracks and I love Chronic's breakdown at the end the, his voice I love I love the sound of his voice that little raspiness with the accent was dope I think it fit it uh you know what I mean and I, I it, and in jo, Joey's second verse uh he comes straight from the heart uh I, I I dig I dig him trying to do the whole singing thing instead of trying to find vocalists and stuff like that. Just him doing this this the typical bad rapper singing type of shit. I I fucks with it. You know what I mean, and uh, what's call it? Uh, nah, I think I think this is definitely a solid track. And like I said, you can like I said, you feel the album coming to a close at this point. Like I, said, I, I I don't know how many times I can reiterate that I think the arrangement on this album was perfect. You can feel it ending now. But, Bo, what did you think about uh, the track Babylon featuring Chronics? So, um, I really understand the song until the very end. Um, when the dude Chronics, um, he starts saying, you better start running. Running, Babylon is coming. Babylon get jealous of we, of we, just because we, wa- just because I walk this way. Um, so, I was like, Babylon is coming. Like, what are you talking about? 
Um, basically, I mean, Babylon must be some sort of bad guy, you know, some sort of oppressor. Um, and that kind of that fits the, you know, the theme of this album. America is the oppressor. America is the bad guy. Um, so, you know, they're coming to to get, you know, anybody that is different that they don't like. Um, you could take this song, you know, I guess kind of as a Joey um, either being really fed up or Joey talking about suicide, talking about running away. I just can't deal with it anymore. Um, so it, this, this can go back to this, you know, you know, more mellow, more sad Joey. But um, I don't think so. I think he's just I, I think he's just talking about um Babylon the oppressor America the oppressor um just you know coming to take take out anybody that's different okay word. that's dope that's dope so what do you think about this joint um yeah I really like this track like you said the uh the whole album as a whole was arranged really really beautifully from the uh, initial build up to the peak to the climax to this uh this final wind down and this is uh i feel like this is a real fed up a real fed up tire joey badass like uh where's that one that one line that he said in the first verse something about uh Aiming at the judges, fuck the cops, fuck the system and the government, you fuckers not protecting and serving, more like damaging and hurting, letting off shots till you motherfuckers certain, he ain't breathing, you made it clear, fuck your breath nigga, don't even deserve air. Like, you know, just talking about, you know, all the shit that they're doing, you know, hanging us from different trees, and I really like the, uh, the bridge that Chronics puts on, I'm really a fan of Chronics, I've never heard him before. But I like how he sounded on this beat, and I might have to look up a little more of his stuff. You know, just uh, you know, just talk about you know, running away, getting out of this trap, this uh, this unholy place, this evil kingdom, this Babylon. Running away, getting out. But yeah, the uh, the whole track as a whole is real dope, real cool, real vibey. Something that I can bump to on the regular. Word up, word up. Now, all right, we're gonna flow right into the uh to the next track. The next to the last track, Legendary, featuring J. Cole. Now, I'm gonna just say straight up, I think this this beat with the, the drums, like the light drums on it, was just phenomenal. The little whistle in that ooh, ooh, like whatever that whoever's doing it, I just think it's dope. Uh this was produced by J. Cole, if I'm not mistaken. J. Cole produced this beat. I think it's phenomenal. It fits perfectly. I love the horns on it. Like, they're subtle. It's a nice, real jazzy track. I like uh, I like Badass's flow on it. When this is legendary, I like that. I don't know why. That just, that hits me. The flow on it, and then when he breaks up, and you know, yup, yup, up, up. And then he, oh man, the track is super dope. I was, at first, when I was listening to him, like, I, I felt like, okay, this is kind of slow. But the pa- I think the pacing is, is perfect. Uh, what's what's called? Uh, what bar was it? Uh, 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 Tate was uh, tasted peace and prayed it never leave my tongue. Dope. 
Like, come on. Taste it, peace, and pray to never beat my tongue. That's just saying so much. Like I said, I love, I love the horns on this record. And it's actually, uh, these horns, like this beat, I don't know why. I, I would have loved to hear, like, Jay-Z on this beat. Like, give me retrospective Jay-Z, not, you know... No hardcore Jay with these subtle horns on this nice light beat. I would love to get a verse from Jay. Put Jay on it with him. I agree. I, I really yeah. do agree. Um, I thought the song was this is one of my skips. Like I don't, I don't vibe with this one at all. I listened to it like three, four times. I don't like boring. I don't, I don't dig it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I tell you one thing. Uh, I'll tell you one thing from the song that I do like is um, and Joey, Joey says getting better every January is very scary um, that line I, I can really um, I can really get with um, because that's how I feel you know um, anytime you're getting better there's lots of expectations there's more pressure because you're better you know so and that that's the very scary part because you got to perform um and I think that I think that that to me to me that hit that hit home for me um, because that that's how kind of how I feel all the time. Every time I improve something, every time I get better at something, I get this whole feeling like, oh man, now I gotta live up to this. And you know I do, but it's it still it still comes on, and I remind myself that hey, this is this is something that I have to do every time. But other than that, man, like I this is this is a skip, straight up skip for me so far. Yeah, this, this this one this is my one of them songs that might have to just grow on me. I'll get it five years from now. I hope not five years from now. I mean, I know that. I mean, it ain't gonna be that long, but like, I, it's, it's gonna be a while from now, man. That I that think, I'm, this I'm, track I'm, in the garbage. Yeah, nah, this, this is not it for me. Hey, I almost agree with Bug. Like, this is one of the skips. I didn't really enjoy this track as much as the rest of the album the beat's definitely dope i don't know if it's that i'm not that big of a cole fan or not but nah it's just not one of the ones that i want to hear i could skip this one i do like that uh that first line in cole's verse the one that you mentioned taste the peace and pray it never leave my tongue yeah man i don't know i i i liked it i loved it man like i said i like this track I think it, uh, like I said, in terms of bringing everything to to a close, I think it, it's per- like I said, it's a perfect, it's a perfect track just to get, you know, what I mean, just to you know, start summing everything up. Mm-hmm. Got like I said, and then we got a his his last track off the album, American Idol. Uh, what's we call it, Boog? Let's start it off with you. How would you feel about the closing track on the album, American Idol? So for this track, um, Joey's just pissed. Joey is basically saying, "Fuck America." <laughs> um, he 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 he's not happy with uh with uh with America. He he starts talking about, um, "I'm out for their presidents to represent me because I've never known a live one that represent me." Um. He also was talking about, you know, like, like fuck Congress and all sorts of shit like that. So like, like he he he's he's just basically writing off America. Like I denounce America in this one. Okay, word up, word up. 
Now, like for me, I I I have to agree, man. I think I think this is a great close. I think this is a great closer. It's kind of like, all right, fuck it, America. You do you. I'ma do me, and I'll see you when I see you. But I'm I'm done. I'm done trying to get at you. You know what I mean? I, 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 Sorry, white America, I'm about to black out. Like, oh, wow, damn. I mean, it's like... Mm-hmm. It's, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I just think... I, I, think, I think it's dope. I, I liked it. I thought it was a perfect finisher. Uh, but, so, what do you, you think? Yeah, no, no. This is a great way to end the album. A great, uh, great last hurrah to curse out the country. Uh, it's no contest, can't fuck with the Congress. Me and my niggas going off like bomb threats. You can tell he's mad. He's sick of the the Me bull that's been going off like bomb threats. Line. I was like, yeah. oh, he's bomb. Like, we, don't, we don't talk about bomb threats without being really serious. Like, cause I mean, yeah. I mean, I know all y'all went to grade school. Bomb threats for some other shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's yeah. what, that's bomb threats really, had me under the desk. It's a bomb threat. So. You know that 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 that's, that that brings back all those thoughts. And I'm glad you said that too, so. Mm-hmm. And um, that other little, that other little block that starts uh, "Sorry, White America, I'm about to black out." Got a message for the world, and I won't back out. So the kid raps loud. I'm about to spaz out. Watch out, another nigga running in the White House. Um, he's sounds like he's you know really fed up, and he's ready to just run up in there like a. Okay, what's that track? Uh, you guys, <laughs> like that track, terrorist threats that Absol put out. You know, okay. niggas is willing to bear the pain. We put the White House lights out today. That's the uh, that's the feel that I get from him here. Word up, word up, word up. All right, so I'm gonna ask y'all straight up, all in all, and I, I always try and judge albums based off of what the artist was trying to accomplish with that piece of with that piece of work with that project so with this project i think he's really just trying to make people aware and i think i think he i think this i think this album is the perfect representation of tupac did an interview once i don't know if y'all remember book you probably remember because you watched the tupac resurrection movie probably about as much as i did well, probably not as much because I stole your DVD for like uh. What Absolutely, you did. I don't years. think I, I, I still don't think I have it. Yes, you did get it back. You got it back because <laughs> you saw it sitting on my uh on my on my nightstand on my TV stand when I lived on Watson when we used to do all the spades joints on. Oh Friday. wow! Yeah, so, wow! Yeah, you got it back. It was scratched to all hell to the point where I don't think it played anymore. <laughs> but <laughs> but you did get it back. But uh, he does. Tupac is talking in that joint about how uh. You know, you see, um, it was like, you know, it's like you, you, you're trying to sing your way in and you're, be, you're saying it very, very nice. You know, we're hungry. You know, we are hungry. Please let us in. We are hungry. Please let us in. And they say, oh, we ain't got no food. And they close the door on you. But when they crack that door open, you see them. They throwing food around. They're throwing it in the garbage. They're just wasting shit. So the next step is, okay, hey, you know, we hungry. We need some food. We hungry we need some food and you know they slam the door on you again and then you know finally is you know you know give you know give me some food or i'm breaking down the door give me some food or i'm break, you know and then finally it's uh you know what i mean i'm picking the lock i'm coming through blasting to me that is this 
that interview is this album. That progression of, you know, he builds it up, like, to a point, but he goes, and where the interview stops at the most extreme point, he brings it back down, where it's, okay, I'm going to get all the way up, you know what I mean, picking a lot, coming through black, you know what, fuck that, that ain't work, fuck it, I'm going to just do it on my own, to hell with you. And you're going to be sorry at when it's all said and done. I think that's what he tried to, you know, capture that's the vibe. That's what I think he tried to capture with this album. The total, the full spectrum. And with that being said, for what I look at when I'm judging an album, I honestly would give this album 4.8 stars. Only because Ring the Alarm wasn't, just wasn't hitting for me. That's the only reason why I give it a point eight because it's it has I, I guess you could say it, I have a skip record on it so it can't be it can't get five stars if it has a skip. But uh, book, what would you rate this album out of five stars? Okay, so I think that um, you know we wanted growth from Joey Badass and we got it with this album. Definitely, um, he wanted obviously he wanted to. Um, put out a socially charged, politically charged album. Um, and he was very successful at that. Um, I think if you look at this album in that way, you can look at it as a successful sophomore album. Um, to me, what his album falls short is um, the theme is very narrow. He's very laser focused throughout the entire album. He doesn't really break it up too much. Um and that I think I think that hurts it a, a little bit. Um, it doesn't give it the replayability um, that it it would if he um, kind of broke it up. Even though it's still a really good album, um, he only takes a couple moments to um, to look up from his sorrow um, and you know just just chill out and, and just spit some dope rhymes. He he for the most part of the album he's basically. You know, talking about America and how bad it is and what we need to change, which is good. Um, but, you know, I think that the reason why I would give this album a 3.5 <clears throat> is, the, is the fact that it's narrow. Um, but it's, it's still a good album. And the, another reason why I'm not gonna, I will give it a 3.5 is the fact that I'm only going to listen to this album, you know, about four times, four or five times. And then I'm going to put it on the shelf. And then I'll come back to it when, um, when I you know remember it again. It's not going to be in heavy rotation um, like other stuff. And I don't I don't I don't have a favorite song in this album. I don't have a song that I'm going to put in my uh, rotation playlist. Um, so yeah, that's why that I think it is. It's a, it's a solid B, I believe. But you know, it's, it's definitely not an A to me. Wow, wow. Uh, so what what you think about the album? What would you rate it out of? Uh... Out of five stars. Out of five stars, based off of the uh, based off of the description that you provided to us, Pharaoh. Um, I probably have to give this a four. Boom. Give it a four out of five. Compared to his other works, his other bodies of work before the money and uh, his mixtape 1993, I'll say this is probably one of his weaker albums. As far as uh, content okay. and context, but that's just because of what Book said. How laser focused he is. He has a direct message that he's trying to convey to his audience, which I feel like he does very well. But 
because of that, this album doesn't have a lot of rotational power. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, if it's not about, if you're not in a political mood, this isn't going to grab you. Like, right now, this is perfect for right now, 2017. Trump just got into office. Everything's hitting the fan. Perfect opportunity. Perfect time to drop an album like this. If you put this out in 2015, never would have worked. Of course, of course. Exactly. I think this album is definitely a, a, a capsule for the time. And uh, to me, that to me, that's what makes it so dope is the fact that it is a capsule for the time. Like I look at albums mm-hmm. like this, like I looked at his, like Joey's album, and I actually I compare it with uh, y'all remember Ti put out his album Us or Them, same yeah. basic thing. Yeah. Who do you think accomplished the goal better, Joey or Ti? Oh, Joey. Joey. Joey, hands down. Okay. Okay. Because I actually, just because of when it came out. Okay, because I actually, even though Ti's was really good, I thought Ti's was very good. I think Joey's was a little. Yeah. Uh, I think Ti's was a lot more, not even a little more, a lot more aggressive. And if you're not angry yeah. all the time, yeah, I mean, and you can't be angry all the time. That's why I, I, th- I think that's why I prefer Joey's album to Ti's album, which both, you know, like I said, I think they both went for the same goal. That's definitely why I prefer Joey's album because I think Ti's Ti's is gonna force you to stay mad forever. It's like you can't be mad forever because this is gonna eat away at you. You know what I mean? And I think Joey really gives you a nice break. He gives you some records that are just kind of like there, and then he gives you records that really are impactful. Like I said, the one like I said, uh, the record was with the little with the little kid talking. Like I said, that 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 forever will that's that's something that I'll never forget. Like listen to this little kid, you know. Damn near, it sounded like he was in tears in the booth or wherever they recorded it from, whatever they dubbed it off of. It sounded like this kid was in tears, damn near, you know, like for being able to understand what's going on in this time for a child. It's heart Like, I remember, you know, being, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, and being completely oblivious to this shit. But kids today, it's in their face. They can't deny it. They're talking about it. And I think that I think that this album is definitely going to resonate with them a lot more. You know, the kid like my son is sixteen. They're gonna it's gonna re- it hopefully should resonate with him a lot more. But he's too busy listening to Uzi Vert and shit and Yachty. You know that's a, that's a damn shame. But but I, I I really I really I really feel the vibe with Joey. Like I said, I think he's progressing well. I, you know, it's funny. I watched a lot of his like I've been watching a lot of his like freestyle and I've watched quite a few of his videos and everything like that and just uh his mannerisms and everything like that like it's it's amazing how similar he is to tupac yeah y'all might think i'm bugging oh you don't obviously but i it's amazing how how his mannerisms are very much very similar to tupac and i don't think i don't think that it's a copy i think that's just genuinely him i think Joey Badass, if he keeps... Joey Badass is one of those few people who's like Tupac. He can give you a hit him up but then give you a Brenda's Got a Baby, and then give you a How Do You Want It, and then give you changes, and wow. you don't think he's being... I don't think Joey's being phony. I think he is all of those 
artist. I think he is all-encompassing where you don't feel like, oh, he's trying to be something he's not. I think he's very similar to Tupac where he can give you those kind of records and he can give you those deep, you know, hardcore, you know, records and then still give you something heartfelt. And I, I think if he keeps progressing in this lane, that, that could be the lane that Joey Badass takes up. And I wouldn't be mad at it. No, I like Joey in the game. I feel like he's a uh, he's a golden age rapper in a sea of bronze. Word up. That's how I like to describe him in comparison to the to the new rappers that are out that are coming up with him. Word up. Well, I hope he yeah, doesn't try to be. I hope he doesn't try to beat out Kendrick with um with his uh two, two, with, with, with 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 his uh Tupac rendition like <laughs> like a uh, Gray Farrell says. <laughs> Cause you know, I mean, I I, I don't I, I don't view I don't view Joey like that. Um, I, I view don't Joey Kendrick as as uh, not to cut you off, but I don't see Kendrick as 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 Tupac. I I I, I do. I think Kendrick I, 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 don't, I don't I don't say I don't say I I wouldn't say I do like yeah yeah it's a one for one comparison, but I see a little more of that in, in Kendrick than I see in uh than I see in Joey. I think Kendrick is I see it in Joey in his on his own. That that I, I Kendrick is Kendrick is going to be the blueprint for the for the following for somebody in the future. I don't Ken, I don't think Kendrick is using anyone. I think Kendrick is so far out the box with his music and with his creativity that I don't think he I don't think. I think he's making he's making a new mold for someone else to step in. For someone else is going to be the next Kendrick. Kendrick isn't anybody else. Okay. I think I think Joey is he'll be that that kind of second coming of Tupac that 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 we're looking at. Yeah, I mean even if you look at even even the album cover, the album cover didn't Tupac do? Doesn't Tupac have a um uh, uh album or there's a video or whatever of Tupac? It's a video, yeah. Where he's out the window, two middle fingers up, spitting at a yeah. kid. That's Joey yeah. Badass's album yeah. cover. Yeah, that's the album cover. You know, no, I, I agree with you on that. That's definitely Tupac-esque. Yeah, and I, I think that's definitely the the lane that he's going to... And I think what's dope about Joey is that that's the lane he's just genuinely going to fall in. I don't think he's trying to do that. I think it's just happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, but, what's my quality? But, nah, I think... Like I, said, I think Joey's... Uh, I think Joey's album is super dope. Like I said, uh, I gave it a 4.8 book, gave it a 3.5, which hurt me. So what you get? So gave it a four, solid four. Um, I, I, th- I think, I think I like I like that lane. I like the direction that Joey's going, and I'm very very excited now. I think this album has great re- has has replay value for certain tracks. Like like I said, I think the three I think mainly devastated, and I think the Schoolboy Q track are going to be like those ones that are definitely on the playlist for, for uh that can go into regular rotation. But uh what's my call it? Uh I think with the link he's in, I'm very excited now to hear what this third what his third album does. Oh, I'm definitely interested in the third album. Like I'm I'm very yeah. interested in that. And I oh, I w I wanna clear something up real quick. When I say when I say it doesn't go on my uh, replay album, when I put something in my replay album or or in my playlist, my main playlist, that means that if a song comes on, I'm just not going to skip it. And I feel like, you know, any one of the songs, Rockabye Baby, Land of the Free, that I really like, 
on this album. I could probably skip from time to time, and you know that's that's my reason for you know be giving it you know three five definitely. No, that's that's uh that's some quality. Like I said that's still fair enough. I guess I think you're bugging, but uh, <laughs> I mean I do. I just I think you you're bugged out a little bit. That's uh that's what it is, man. I mean it's it, that's I, I I think you're bugging. I think this album is way better than three point five. Force him calls uh hold on I'm gonna give him I'm gonna give him a little bit of this uh this rockabye baby before we close out. So let's let the people hear what he this rockabye baby. Yeah. I said niggas pop shit all the time Me, I don't trip cause they know I'm never lying Look in between the lines, but like Ali in his prime Asalaam alaikum, alaikum salam Peace to my slimes, peace to my crips Neighborhood police and they always on the shits Protect my blood, look out for my cuz When it's all said and done, we be the friendliest there was Who else is just not us? Nah, like I said, I'm, I'm really feeling Rockabye, baby. I think this is definitely going to be a, a, a regular rotation track. But nah, but uh, for all the people, like I said, we're going to close it out. We're going to leave it just like this. This is the I Do It For Hip Hop podcast album review for Joey Badass's sophomore album. And I think it's phenomenal. Like I said, All-American Badass. I loved it. I hope you guys enjoyed it. This is me. Great Pharaoh, and I do it for hip hop. This is Soul, and I do it for hip hop. Hey man, this is uh, Mr. Can I Live, aka Bug, aka the Mumbling Mushroom, and I do it for hip hop.